FRG Ministry presents the Catholic Influencers Podcast. Join me, Alyssa Aegis, and my co-hosts, Georgia Byrne and Father Rob Gallia, as we break open the upcoming Sunday Gospels and discuss relevant topics and life issues from a Catholic perspective. For a shorter, more reflective explanation of the Gospels, be sure to check out our sister podcast, Catholic Influencers, Father Rob Gallia Homilies. So, welcome to the Catholic Influencers Podcast again. This is a very, very special episode, not for a number of reasons, but it's a very special episode because it is our 100th, 100th episode. Can you believe it? 100 episodes of the Catholic Influencers Podcast. It is unbelievable to think that we came from a place where we started in a little office, myself and Danny, it was... And now, today, we've reached, in our fifth season, 100 episodes. A bit of a sad note here is that I am hosting this 100th episode alone. I know this is a bit ironic, but the reason is that I'm in the middle of a tour. I'm touring across Australia at the moment, eight weeks of touring, and I'm home for like two days at a go I'm in the parish, and then back on the road again. I get back here every weekend. This is my commitment to be in the parish every weekend. And unfortunately, Georgia, who was supposed to be in this episode, we just couldn't match a time. Georgia and and Alyssa, um, um, Alyssa works for FRG Ministry, but Georgia also uh, uh, hosts, um, so is is a musician, and she weekends are usually really difficult for her to to record podcasts. Alyssa too is an incredible musician touring, but it's just difficult, so difficult to get um, scheduling right. And so I ended up having to record this podcast alone, sad, um, but I hope we, you, this podcast will also be a blessing to you. We have a lot coming on this episode, might not be as long as the usual episodes, but it's going to be a blessing anyway. Um, we have a, an, a cool giveaway, which you can check out our social media especially our Instagram at in, um, Catholic Influencers underscore. We give, um, we try to give regular giveaways and we want to bless you. And, but also know that this podcast is not possible without the support of our ministry partners. So thank you to our ministry partners who make this podcast possible. If you'd like to know more about ministry partners, go to frgministry.com forward slash ministry partner. And there's information there, how you can support and be very much part of this ministry. So we're going into the Feast of the Ascension. I, I don't know about you, but I always confuse and the priests that I live with make fun of me. But I confuse the Ascension with the Assumption. Now, the Ascension is when Jesus goes to heaven in a cloud and we're celebrating the solemnity of the Ascension. And uh, the assumption is when Mary is taken up into heaven. Uh, the, the, this great solemnity of the ascension where Jesus is taken up, this is a very interesting feast where the, the apostles uh, had been with Jesus and had seen the tangible work of Jesus. And all of a sudden, they're going to have to let go. Another episode of them learning to trust the Lord. But interesting also is that it's not the gospel of the Sunday. So even though it's the feast of the Ascension, there's no mention of the Ascension in the gospel this week. So um, the, the gospel this week is actually about the Great Commission. 
that were called even after Jesus sent them out to be witnesses to the ends of the earth after the ascension into heaven. And he sent them to be his apostles, his disciples, his heralds, his advocates, his apostles. And this is our calling. And this is what we're going to reflect on on today's gospel. And what does it mean for us as priests, as lay people, to be called to this great commission? I just tell you this, first of all, let you in on a little secret that this commission is not a priestly commission, meaning it's not just for priests. It's each and every one of us. I have a responsibility to proclaim the gospel, but you have, as a Christian, have just as much responsibility as I do. So let's go and let's dig deep into the gospel. For those of you who are watching on YouTube, it's interesting, before I even start, I'll show you on the screen that the, the gospel, even the fonts in which it is written is different. Because once we reach verse, um, verse 8, we start what we call, this was probably written a little bit after the rest of the gospel. For those of you who are listening, it might be a little bit confusing, even watching. And sometimes I get a bit complicated, especially when I don't have a co-host, because they, the co-host somehow brings me back down to earth again. But here, um, let's read the gospel and uh, see what the Lord has to say to us. And I ask you, even if you have a Bible, I'm using the NIV, the New International Version. If you'd like to join um, reading with me, it is Mark 16 verses 15 to 20. So let's um, listen to the word of God. He said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will accompany those who believe in my name they will drive out demons, they will speak in new tongues, they will pick up snakes in their hands, and they will drink deadly poison, and it will not hurt them. They will place their hands on sick people, and they will get well. After the Lord Jesus had spoken to them, he was taken up into heaven, and he sat down at the right hand of God. Then his disciples went out and preached everywhere, and the Lord worked with them and confirmed his word with signs that accompanied it. And the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. As I'm reading this, first of all, I'm realizing that I was wrong at the very beginning. Actually, I, 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 I didn't see the, the last verse when I was doing this, when I was preparing for this. Um, actually, the ascension is mentioned. Uh, we'll read that, that little verse again. Then his, his disciples went out and preached everywhere. And after the Lord Jesus had spoken to them, he was taken up into heaven. And so the, the happy feast of the ascension uh, with the mention of the ascension in the gospel. Let's talk about uh, today's gospel, uh, which is always a very powerful gospel. The word of God is always very powerful. But this is the Great Commission where we're called to be his disciples. We're called to be disciples of Christ and grow to a, a Great Commission. I love this story of, um, there was a philosopher called Kierkegaard. Now, 10 points to you if you can pronounce that name, Kierkegaard. Now, Kierkegaard was a, I don't know if he was a, had any faith, but he talks about giving a message. He was talking about philosophy, but it applies the same to the gospel as well. 
let me tell you this story. So, once upon a time, there was this, um, this small village in a small European country village. And it was on top of a, a small mountain. It was a mountain village. And one day the people were so excited because the circus was coming to visit. It was coming in to the town to, to visit this small town. And they felt privileged. They, they felt like, wow, th this whole circus is coming to see us. And so they went. They went to the circus and they saw the, the clowns and they saw um, the, uh, the animals and the lions and the elephants. And they were really excited. But something happened um, while they were in the middle of the circus. People, it was an outdoor circus, and people noticed there was smoke coming from outside. And they went out and they looked, and they saw that the village below them, the village below them, was, um, was burning. And so what did the circus do? And it was coming up the mountain, coming up the mountain. And uh, although the, not all the villagers were in the circus, there were just a few villagers, and so they had to warn the people and so the, the circus master told, told everyone in the crowd and told the, 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 the characters in the circus, people, we need to go out and we need to tell the villagers that the fire is coming up the mountain and it is going to destroy this village. And so there was half a team packing the circus and getting things out of the way because they knew that the town was going to burn down. But the only person who volunteered to go and tell the locals was the local clown, was the, the clown of the circus. And so he got everything ready. He went on his little bicycle with his big horn and he started going through the, the village and, and hooting, tooting this horn and telling everybody, hey, everybody, you have to get out. You have to go out because this village is about to burn. Now, everyone walked out of their house and they saw this clown. And what did they do? They started clapping. They started applauding, they started saying, well done, and they started laughing at this clown. And they felt so entertained, they felt so privileged that they got this free entertainment from the clown. And they were laughing at the bicycle and they were looking at the clown, they were entertained by it. Well, Kierkegaard says eventually people didn't listen to the clown, they were entertained by the clown. And it ends tragically. The whole village burns down with the people in it because they didn't listen to the message of the clown. A tragic story, I know. But also this applies to us. It applies to us because, you see, very often we leave the evangelization, we leave the proclamation of the Word of God to priests. We leave the proclamation of the Word of God to popes, to bishops, to people who are, have a gift of public speaking. But very often, it's, <laughs> people are not going to listen to us. And Jesus knew this. And this is why he gave the Great Commission to every single person that we are all called to go out to the village to proclaim the salvation of God, to proclaim that the, the, the salvation of God is close at hand, that people are burning with sin, people are burning as they are separated from the love of God. But the thing is, all the only, sometimes the only people proclaiming this message are people with talent, people who are, are, are priests and nuns. And, and we're basically what it's saying in the story of Kierkegaard, we're the people in costume. We're the people who have the message. But sometimes people don't listen to the people in costume. They don't listen to the clown. I'm not saying that priests are clowns. I'm not saying that people with talent are clowns. But think of this as an analogy. That sometimes people are not going to listen to us. Sure, they're entertained by us. 
Sure, they're inspired by us. Sure, they, they feel like they want to better their lives, but the thing is, it's not enough. You see, your holding back of the Great Commission, your holding back of proclaiming the Word of God, could cost the people around you eternity. I, very, I, mis in, I misunderstood quote, is that quote of St. Francis. You know, it says, proclaim the gospel and if you have to, use words. First of all, that's a quote attributed to St. Francis of Assisi, but it uh, probably wasn't something he said. But, you see, proclaim the gospel and if you have to, use words. Well, the reality is, we have to. We have to use words. That's not a justification of, of not using words. We need to use words to proclaim the gospel. And not just priests, not just nuns, not, not just people who, who run podcasts, not, not just people who, who do things formally, but each and every one of us at work, at school, wherever we are, when we're at the local club, where we're, we're out with our friends, we need to be witnesses. We're called to proclaim, to be heralds of Christ. Wherever we are, at the gym, whether you're out at the supermarket still. I'm not saying to go to stand and to, to, to preach all the time. That's not what we... I don't even do that. But bring in Jesus. When someone comes to you and is gossiping, just uh, try and stop this conversation short and, uh, of the gossip and say, listen, why don't we pray together? Rather than talk about this person, why don't we pray, you and I, pray together for this person? When someone... Is, is doing something that's not right, just or, or, or in a place of sin, speak out, speak out, even though it might lose you popularity. When people are sick and, and they're unwell, pray with them, lead them to Jesus. You see, we don't have all the answers of life's questions. We don't. But the amazing thing is we know someone who does. And this is our responsibility, not to solve the problems of people. It's not our responsibility to give to to, to be the solution to to people, to people's problems, and and we're not saving them ourselves. But we know someone who has the answer. We know someone who saves. So this is our responsibility to lead people to Jesus. So Mark sixteen fifteen to twenty talks about this. It's the duty of the church to proclaim the great commission. It's your great commission. Not mine, not the priests, not the people with talent, not the people in public, but your great commission. And the question I ask you is, when was the last time you proclaimed the gospel of Christ? When was the last time you brought Jesus into a situation? When was the last time, instead of being the support yourself and trying to save the person yourself, that you carried the people around you to Jesus? Uh, now, prayer isn't everything, but you know what? It is the first thing we need to pray, need to lead people to Jesus. We can't solve people's addictions. We can't solve people's depression. But we know someone who can. We know someone who can comfort them, who can console them. So pray with people. Pray with them. Lead them to Jesus. Teach them that they can turn to Jesus, fall in love with Jesus Christ. This was the Great Commission that they may repent from their sins, that they may be baptized, that they may turn to Jesus, who is the source and summit of their faith. Three things. So the duty of the church falls into three categories, three things that we, have, we need to understand, that we need to know. The first thing is that we, as I said, have a preaching task. We need to be heralds of Jesus. Jesus needs to be on our lips. 
not only in our actions. Yes, our actions speak louder than words. I give you that. That is true. But he needs to be on your lips as well. He needs to, you need to talk to people about Jesus. You need to pray with people when they have a problem. Not always feel sympathy for them. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But and not only just promise. You see, people, this is one of the things when people, often when people ask me, hey, can you pray for me? Even in the middle of the airport, someone tells me, hey, Father Rob, can you pray for me? You know what I, I, I say? I tell them, hey, do you mind if we say a quick prayer now? I know it's awkward. I know it's embarrassing. But you see, we're, we're not just promising people Jesus. We're giving people Jesus. And I, I like to pray with people there and then if I can if it is at all possible. So lead people to Jesus. Speak to people about Jesus. Pray for people. Be, let Jesus be the first place of call that you lead people to, not to yourself, and certainly not anywhere away from Christ. So the second thing, so the first thing is we have a preaching task. The second thing is that we have a healing task. We need to pray for healing. We need to bring people to Jesus who is the healing? You know, Jesus' power hasn't stopped. His healing power hasn't stopped. Pray for healing. If someone has a cold and says, hey, I have a cold and hey, I, oh, oh, hey, I have a headache, rather than try maybe, rather than say, hey, I'll go and get you some Panadol. Before you do that, say, hey, can I say a quick prayer for you for the healing of your, your headache? If, even with animals, you know, when, when my dog is sick, I, I, I first pray with my dog. I pray, Lord Jesus, Father, in the name of Jesus, you've given us command, you've given us authority over all of creation, including this little doggy here. And I ask in the name of Jesus that you heal this animal. And the same with people. Just God has given us this healing authority, this healing command. With a command comes authority. With authority comes power. And God wants us, the healing task is physical healing, yes, because God loves the body but also healing of the mind and the soul. So pray, lead people to healings, healing, lead people to Christ. The third thing is that we really need to recognize that, uh, as the scripture says, it's not by might, it's not by power, but it's by the Spirit of God. We have the same power of Christ who rose Jesus from the dead and who also ascended Jesus into heaven. We have the power, not by our might, it's, it's the power of Jesus. And this is why we need to stay connected to Jesus, who is the power within us, who is Christ, who is the center. It's not our power. Even if we do and when we do see physical healings, emotional healings, and we do see it even on our online mass. I love to pray for healing at the end of our online mass. The amount of emails we get from people who actually get some incredible emotional, physical, spiritual healings. But I, I get excited about what God does, but I don't at all, in any way or any form, uh, recognize that it could possibly come from me. All glory to God because God is the healer. I'm not a healer. You are not a healer. Only Jesus is the healer. And amazing that sometimes he uses our hands and he uses our words and he uses us to carry that healing. But there's not going to be any healing if you don't pray for it, if you don't ask for it. You see, someone could be missing out on their emotional, physical, and, and spiritual healing because you don't have the guts to pray for them. If you're embarrassed, so what? Do it embarrassed. If you're scared, do it scared. It's, it's not worth people losing their healing because of your fear. It's selfish. It, it's, don't hold back. Go forward and pray for people. 
Uh, if you don't have the faith, it's nothing got to do with your faith. It's everything to do with Jesus. Just to ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. It's very simple. Very simple. Jesus, please heal this person from this cold. Lord God, I just pray. It doesn't have to be a long prayer. Who said a long prayer is better than a short prayer? Just pray for healing. You see, the thing is, we need to live in the presence and the power of him who was crucified and died again. Once we live in that power and we carry that power, we carry that task to preach the gospel, to bring healing and to realize that our, the power doesn't come from us, but it comes from Christ alone. So once again, um, I'd like to just thank the ministry partners for making this podcast 100th episode possible. I just, I'm in disbelief sometimes at, at the way God works, but here's a little message of, um, about our ministry partner program. The production of this podcast would not be possible without the support of our donors and ministry partners. If you've been blessed by this podcast, please consider supporting this ministry financially by making a one-off donation or becoming an FRG ministry partner from just $5 per month as well as enabling FRG ministry to impact hearts across the world through the creation of online resources and outreach programs. As an FRG ministry partner, you will have access to our rewards program where you can receive exclusive benefits and content to help you continue to grow in your relationship with Jesus. For more information about becoming an FRG ministry partner, head to frgministry.com donate. Okay, so thank you once again for our ministry partners. We Again, I'll just remind you, we have a giveaway um, on our social media, so please check that out. Dad joke. Okay, I want to try and attempt a dad joke by myself, but this is something that I heard. I was just on tour and my band members said this and I laughed like for 10 minutes. But anyway, just imagine this, okay? So... Um, scenario is that you are entertaining people and you've pre I've pre I've prepared a big spread for people to come and eat. And I say this, I say, help yourself to nibbles. He was a lovely hamster. I'm sure that's what he would have wanted. <laughs> Get it? Your nibbles was the hamster. But anyway, I found that funny. I'm not good at saying the jokes, but certainly um, I laughed. I absolutely laughed for a few minutes. It was awkward and it was just before I had to go on stage. So I went up uh, with a giggling, uh, just uh, giggles. So um, also check out our online courses. If you enjoy listening to this podcast and learning more about your faith, have you considered enrolling into our online courses? FRG Ministry online courses cover teaching, devotional and practical elements of the Catholic faith to help individuals, teachers, students and parishes across the world grow in their faith and understanding of the Catholic Church and their relationship with Jesus Christ. All courses include high-definition videos with expert and engaging speakers, testimonies from everyday Catholics and downloadable content including interactive PDF guides, prayer cards and phone wallpapers. Online courses from FRG Ministry are also accredited for professional development for Catholic education staff in Australia. Titles include Knowing Mary, School of Prayer, Pentecost and the Holy Spirit, Introduction to the Bible and more, with new courses being added regularly. For more information about enrolment and subscription options, head to courses.frgministry.com. So thank you for listening to this podcast. I know that this is a shorter podcast than usual. 
Um, but uh, our co-hosts couldn't be here today, but it's our 100th episode, so thank you for your support. Thank you for making this possible, especially to our ministry partners and those of you who subscribe to this podcast. Once again, I invite you to listen, to subscribe, actually, and la- leave some reviews um, because it puts us up on the algorithm. So thank you so much for listening. Please, we have a giveaway this month. Check us out on social media at um, Kath Influencers on uh, Instagram at Catholic Influencers underscore on on Instagram, Catholic Influencers as well on Facebook. Contact us, please go to frgministry.com forward slash podcast. Thank you once again. Thank you to our ministry partners. Thank you for this being with us. For those of you who have been with us for the whole hundred episodes, we're blessed and we're great to be in this ministry. We're going to be praying for you. Pray for us. And you'll hear from us again next week. Ciao for now.